When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support the team at Waggle Golf, local Minnesota brand and oh-so-comfortable clothing. Best hats, shirts, hoodies, and more. Endorsed by Bucciagrass, Carlo Koliakovo, and most importantly, the Soda Pod. Check them out at GetYourWaggleOn.com for the best damn golf apparel in the United States. GetYourWaggleOn.com today. Now back to the show. State of Deja Vu. We all feel like we're seeing it again. Same old Minnesota playoff teams. Break down here in just a minute, but you have to know that I am absolutely drinking Northland Vodka right now. Northland Vodka, the most versatile vodka on the market. You can mix it with whatever you want. Fresca, orange juice, bloody mix, you name it. You can drink it in any type of occasion celebrating a win or drowning your sorrows after a loss as I'm doing now. Maybe it's just breakfast and you decide you need to drink with it. You can make it work however you need it to. Everyone go out Northland Vodka. 5% goes back to local hockey. And let's be real. Mark Parrish, beauty. Support it, please. So let's get into this game. Uh, Some ups and downs for sure. Let's just go goal by goal here to start. First goal, Ryan O'Reilly, dad strength, comes in. You'd like to see better rebound control. You'd like to see someone pick him up, but far from the goal that I'm going to give the most criticism in this game. Our Lord and Savior, our Soviet Savior, Kirill Kaprizov. Two goals after that, and wow. um, We finally figured out how to run a power play. It only took us... Let's see, 82, carry the 7. Okay, we got partway into the 87th game of this season and finally figured out how to run a power play. Textbook, great shot by Kaprizov. Great screen by Felino. That's power play execution. Let's see some more of it. Second goal, what a play. I don't know how Kaprizov even got that shot off, let alone how he put it where he did. Incredible. We're spoiled. We've never seen anything like this. And uh, again, Kaprizov already tying and breaking records that existed since the inception of this team. And it's his second playoff series. Pretty ridiculous. It's a testament to him. It's also a testament to how all of us have been deprived over the past two decades. But I digress. Second goal for the Blues. Might be a little bit on Spurgeon here. Um, Sod gets to the front of the net. Spurgeon kind of ties him up, but I I think there could have been more done there. I'm not going to hang that too heavily on Spurgeon, but um, that's just one of those greasy playoff goals that you're going to see. And, of course, it comes from another veteran, Sod. 
O'Reilly. These are guys that have been here, done that. Of course, sod with the Blackhawks, whereas O'Reilly spent with the Blues. But um, you're seeing some of that veteran playoff experience shine through, not just in these goals, obviously, but uh, throughout the game. Now we have the third goal that I'm firmly placing on Spurgeon's lap. Um, Tarasenko all alone, right in the slot. Spurgeon goes down to try and help Middleton on that play when the reality is you got to pick up your guy out front there. That's that's on him. Can't blame Flurry. Great shot. Um, moving past that one. Fourth goal, that's that's the one that I'm going to put on Flurry, And it's a bummer because this was really the nail in the coffin to, I think it was a minute 28 after the first Tarasenko goal. There might have been a little screen there, but come on. Right by the glove, Flurry absolutely had time to recover. Uh, whether or not it was a screen, that one's a bummer, particularly because of when it happened, right? A one-goal game's okay. That's something that we can come back from. But at that point in the game, the way we've settled in, the way the team's playing, not generating shots, as we saw for the remainder of the game, it just put us in a really tough spot. So ultimately, the game played out, as I just said. Can't generate shots. Can't generate real opportunities. One shot with the goalie pulled. And then, of course, Tarasenko, empty net goal, very Kaprizov-esque gets the third hat trick of the series, um, which to me just says it's it's our turn to get another hat trick. Um, hello, Kevin Fiala. Wake the fuck up, buddy. He did look better tonight. I, I won't lie, but we need more from him. We need more from that line. I'm very much of the uh, mind that you got to shuffle something up with the lines, right? And I've said it a couple times. I've seen a lot of other people saying it today. I'm very on board for trying uh, Tyson Jost up on the second line or whatever we're calling it with their recent performance. Um, but playing him with Fiala and Boldy, I'm not putting the performance of that line on Freddie Goudreau because at the end of the day, he's third most responsible for driving the play up there. And I, he hasn't looked particularly bad. He just hasn't looked like much of anything. Try something, shake it up get something going and oof, I don't know the, the one thing we can confirm and this is going back to uh second and third goals of the game Kaprizov worth every dollar dollar bill again breaking records guy looks incredible out there um the, the one thing we need to talk about with him though because again it's it's no reservations on his play it's hey, if no one else around him is actually trying to score goals makes him pretty easy to cover. I both his goals, Nick Letty, not out on the ice and by no means did Nick Letty completely suffocate him, but man, we are seeing him put on a class on how to isolate and lock down good players. I wish that we didn't already overextend. I, I think we've got like 12 defensemen signed to the wild next year for some godforsaken reason. It blows my fucking mind. Nick Letty's a guy I'd love to add to the fold. Not even remotely possible with the way the roster is currently constructed. Hey, maybe Billy G works some magic, but he's just such a versatile player. 
guy can skate, has the legs. He's showing that he has the defensive prowess if put in the right situation and if needed. Definitely doesn't lack offensively. I mean, by no means is he a guy that you're going to look at and say, you're absolutely my power play one quarterback. But he can do it if you need him to in a pinch, especially to change things up because generally speaking, I don't know that we've really found that solution since we continue to ignore Kalen Addison's existence. But Nicoletti, obviously I'm biased. I'm going to pump his tires forever just because uh, really good buddy, Josh Letty, owner of Back Channel Brewing. Anyone that hasn't been out there, go check it out. It's fucking incredible. Um, his nephew, uh, I'll defend him, but I, I'm saying unbiased here. He has clearly made a difference in the games he's played. Thankfully for the Wild, not ever going to wish injury on people, but thankfully he has not played the majority of the series. Um, But man, end of the day, it's do or die time. Uh, there's a lot of things that we can criticize here. End of the day, you got to have a short memory. You got to erase this just like you erased the big win that you had earlier in the series. I, and I, I just believe in the guys. Um, nothing on paper says that, Hey, this is a wild win. It's just a matter that they've got the resolve. There's no way that they're going to be okay going out in six games. I am not, even though I, I haven't been the biggest advocate of flurry. I think he's had ups and downs. I think that's historically what it's always been. At this point, he's the guy you got to ride or die with. And I do think that you keep Talbot in the back pocket for if you see a, a rough start to the game, whether that's on the team's behalf, giving up opportunities or flurry missing some opportunities on his end. If they get two, God forbid, three goals in the first period, Talbot is your one last hope, not only in getting some solid play because I, who what I can't even remember who posted it now, but someone said, uh, I think it was Paul Church, and he's like, it's been 70 days since the last regulation loss for Cam Talbot. Um, great play, but also just something to charge up the guys, invigorate them. Because right now you can tell the way I, the locker room swoons over Marc-Andre Fleury. Whether or not he's playing at the top of his game, you just can't argue against what he's done for the locker room, how he's energized the boys, how he's kind of given them an extra life and an extra little oomph that says, hey, we can do this. Um, again, at this point, if you pull the plug and you go with Cam, too little too late at this point probably, you got to hope that Marc-Andre Fleury comes through and has another one of those really good games like we have seen at times in this series. Um, but end of the day, I, I said it before, Kevin Fiala hat trick. That's what gets us through game six, gets us to a game seven where, Hey, we'll talk about that more. If we get there, I do think the blues have every advantage as far as experience is concerned. And it's certainly showing, but by no means is this just dead in the water. Nothing. Uh, I think fans, I, I get it. There's certainly some missed calls. You guys got to get the fuck over it. I'm sorry. Like, if you're going to blame the refs for this loss when there's a lot that we can point to on our own team, that's on you. I mean, if you want to scream into the void and have nothing change, go right ahead. But 
I'm not going to blame the refs for the loss. Definitely some calls we want to go the other way. The funniest thing to me, though, is the Blues posting their illegal hits over and over. Like, ultimate power move. Uh, we saw it already early in the series. Now we see it again with Shen leaving his skates, going into Kaprizov. I, at this point, they're mocking us. And as much as I fucking hate them, got to respect the move. They're, they're literally throwing this right in our faces. If that doesn't get you going, I don't know what will. Again, game six, do or die. I expect the absolute best out of this group. We got to get some fucking pucks on that. And we gotta, gotta, gotta play the body, find our guys in our zone, limit chances, and get the best version of Marc-Andre Fleury that we can. Because as much as I've said that there's certainly downs to Marc-Andre Fleury, He can absolutely steal a game, maybe even two games, for your team. We need that guy to show up. Let's fucking go. Don't fear. Just drink some beer and stay wild. Hey, SodaPod listeners. Just want to give a quick word from our friends at DraftKings. They want to remind you that you can feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state or province, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play for free for thousands of dollars with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now or Daily Fantasy and use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 or older, restrictions apply. See show notes for details.